Hello, and thank you for joining us on the Hudson Valley Health and Sports Podcast, brought to you by Empire Performance PT, aimed at helping you live an enjoyable, fit, and healthy life in and around our community of the Hudson Valley. And now, here's your host, Dr. Tony Tanzi. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. We just had uh, a little bit of a mishap. We thought we were recording, and we were not. But uh, my name is Tony. I am your host of the Hudson Valley Health and Sports Podcast. And today I am joined by Igor Melnick, who is the co-owner of Star Kids uh, Dance Studio, located over in Brewster, New York. Um, Igor, thank you for joining me. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you, Tony. Thank you for having me today. So if you could... um, Let's hop right into it. Give me a little bit of background in terms of of you, how you got started in dance, what inspired you. Give me a little bit of your your history in in terms of dance. All right, as as we've been through a bit (laughs) already. So uh, I was born in Ukraine, in Kiev, and uh, I started dancing since 1995. Essentially, there was in a family. Uh, My parents involved with arts. Uh, My mother, she has a big, successful dance studio for children in Ukraine and they travel internationally for different festivals, competitions. So it's almost like I didn't have my choice, you know? So is, um, so you've been dancing for how long? I think you told me since... Since 1995, 1995. so that would be like 24 years. Okay. Um, now how did you, so it was a family business that kind of got you into... Dancing? Well, a lot of different things. I mean, I, I always had a choice to pick any kind of other, you know, specialty or profession mm-hmm. itself. But not only that, I got so enj- enjoying of what it is and what dancing promotes and gives you within the life experience itself. But, you know, it's just it's just so much fun. So tell me a little bit about I know you moved here in 2013 um, right. from the Ukraine. So That's tell me a little bit about the timeline you know, before and after since you know, around that 2013 right. time. So uh, I was, you know, I finished the high school as I was going to the school itself. I was still dancing, traveling. That's why the teachers in school weren't very happy with me because a lot of the time I was away, you know, for some different trips or competitions, but I made it. And uh, then uh, I got the scholarship in uh, Kiev National University of Culture and Arts that I finished with a master's degree in arts and choreography itself and uh, you know then I had probably two three more years uh, of different traveling trips making shows uh, you know just doing different business in different countries like Turkey China you know in Europe and Ukraine as well and uh, then I got contacted by Fred Astaire owners here in Brewster and they offered me a position of dance instructor and I took it okay and that's now we're here now was the was the goal all along to open, you know, a place just like Star Kids? It, it is a partially a piece of a bigger goal, right? Mm-hmm. But dancing is so, you know, multiverse and uh, it gives you so many opportunities for different age groups, you know, not just kids. For kids, it's just more beneficial on one side for adults on the other. In terms of healthy, you know, living or lifestyle, obviously that works for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what's gone into the building of your business? Like, what's unique? What are your main values? Um, tell me a little bit about what it's like when someone experiences your business. Well, for, first of all, uh, we are first dance, bottom dance studio in this specific area who specialized on teaching kids from 3 to 17. And, uh, you know, there's no 
other places in this specific area as far as I know. I do know there are some places like that in California, in Texas, but it's, you know, here and there in America, it's not as developed as much in other parts of the world, like in Europe, let's say, or even, you know, in Asia um, or England, you know. So right now it's currently growing, you know, it's it's in the beginning mm -hmm. of its growing. And uh, yeah, obviously I wanted to do something like that because, you know, kids, they're flowers of life. They bring you joy and happiness and you want to give them something in return so it kind of works for everybody okay um now what are some other things that are incorporated into your business or something that you would um encourage is it you know maybe playing multiple sports or is it what are some things that are incorporated into the star kids business well ballroom dancing itself is a sport as well as yep. much as an art you know so there's so many multiple different ways how to you know elevate it i mean different a different goal setting for the kids uh, can can vary in terms of like let's say kids who want to do this just as a hobby and the girls want to wear a fancy dress or the parents for the boy wants to make sure that he knows how to communicate with the, with the girls himself you know especially as you as a teenager it sometimes gets tricky between yep. boys and girls you know so it kind of helps with all of those things because it allows you to work as a team with a partner you know it allows you to look forward to something you know share common goal to uh especially when you're competing that's why it's a sport it takes a lot of training a lot of practice a lot of traveling same with any kind of activity essentially whether it's soccer or baseball i mean it's mm -hmm. just more classy and elegant i guess now i i know um so i would say like uh relationships confidence coordination all those things are oh, yeah absolutely uh, besides the healthy benefits, as you already mentioned, mm -hmm. like just coordination or a proper posture, or, you know, there's so many other social aspects, uh, again, as I mentioned before, is the teamwork between, you know, two people or a group, depending if it's a group classes or private lessons, you know, and uh, just down the road, nobody really, you know, wears a pink tutu on their wedding when they grow up, you know, they all want to do something more fun or some kind of fancy routine. That's where they end up in ballroom studios for adults. Now, tell me a little bit about the different services that Star Kids in particular offers. I know you mentioned there's some private lessons, there's some group lessons. Um, what are the different kinds of, is it different kinds of dance that you offer or... Well, just intensity itself okay. of the lesson is different, yes. I mean, they, they do learn the same material they, they, because we follow the curriculum approved by National Dance Council of America, uh, which is preset in international style of ballroom dancing. There's few styles, American and international. Mm -hmm. uh, those, you know, those syllabus have been around for more than 80 years. And uh, essentially, once you learn them and you, if you want to bring it to another level, you can travel to England or to, I don't know, Korea, China, anywhere really in the world and uh, they're going to be useful because you're going to be able to be creditable to compete with those kind of figures so essentially that's what it is and uh, the group classes we learn the same material just the pace of the lesson is a little bit different and uh, you know essentially when you work one-on-one -on -one with a person you can target different little aspects that related specifically specifically to this person you know mm -hmm. it's almost like with your physical therapy you have a patient and you know there's a person with a uh, problem with the joints right so mm -hmm. you have to give them a certain specific amount and specific things or, or exercise to do right you're not going to do the same thing for people who let's say had an injury with their shoulder or who had an injury with their ankle right 
you have to you have to yep. target more different like body parts in a way so that's pretty much what's the difference between the groups and then privates so are there different uh tracks to go down in terms of different styles of dance yeah absolutely uh there are different tracks as I so tell me about the different kinds of, of dance that you offer so there's we teach international style international program it divides in two different uh two different parts standard mm -hmm. program which consists of more classic dances like waltz tango foxtrot like that's what you've seen on tv you know mm -hmm. fred astaire movies or something like that quick step venus waltz which is a bit faster than slow waltz and the latin dances that's pretty much what you also could see on dances with the stars like cha-cha or samba or jive or salsa you know all of those kind of things there's so many more other you know many more dances that they can learn but if we're talking about that specific style there's only 10. waltz tango foxtrot venus waltz and quick step and in latin is cha-cha samba rumba pasta doble and jive okay to be more specific yep now, how would you describe uh, the perfect customer or client um, or kid who, who tends to do well with your business model at StarKids? Well, it can be any kind of a kid, truthfully. It doesn't matter how old the child is because if it's a younger one, as I said before, we take kids from three years old up to 17. Uh, it's just different way of a building of a class, you know, and the way we present the material to those kids because obviously you cannot... Uh, teach the class the same way for the 15 year old as a three year old right so you try to make it more entertaining for the little kids and you try to make it more as a game and you're giving them mainly some exercises for the proper body mechanic or coordination of their body that they can use down the road to be able to perform or improve their dancing overall okay until they really want to you know decide to bring it on another more exciting level mm -hmm. besides just the you know like a parties or a holiday dancing or just somewhere in the nightclub when they're already adults if we're talking about the competitions and maybe possibility of making it as a as a living you know now do you um you guys are like you gear your classes towards a competition or a show or how do you well again that depends because okay. we, we have different groups and there are dance sport groups that kids come and they you know try to uh bring the A game and go in the competitions and uh, get the proper confidence. And there are groups for kids who are doing this, you know, as a hobby or their parents want them just to stay preoccupied or busy with something. And then at some point, if they have the desire, you know, to try something new and bring it on another level, then we're, you know, we help them with that. Okay. Um, let's dive into, so I, I just have a few more questions. Now, does, do you find there's a correlation between where you'll work with the parents at the Fred Astaire studio and then you have their kids over at Star Kids? Is there any kind of like, do you ever see a full dance family or is it? Uh, do you, you ask like if there are people who come to Fred Astaire who bring the kids to the kids studio? Correct. Uh, to be honest, only once in a few. Okay. I mean, to be specific, like one mm -hmm. person that I know of. Okay. Um, for different reasons, I mean, because in Fred Astaire studio, there are different age groups as well, as I said before. So it, it just varies for some people, their kids, they're already almost like 17 or 18. Mm -hmm. So they passed they beyond that point that they want to start like learning to dance until they actually get married or something like mm -hmm. that, you know, or just trying to get a new hobby. But that's when they come to Fred Astaire, not to the star kids itself. Okay. So, um, let's see. So tell me, um, I know we talked about some common questions that you always get, like the kind of dancing which you already answered, um, the ages which you said is between three and seventeen. Yes. Um, 
tell me about like the exercise component because I know that um, my parents come and they do lessons with you and they come home exhausted. So tell oh, really? me. Yeah. Well, I hope it's good though. <laughs> I mean, you guys have a sports family overall. You've been to sports. Yep. You still is, you know, you still are. And um, uh, again, it depends on the specific person that I'm working with. Within Fred Astaire is a little bit different because, uh, you know, this specific studio oriented towards uh, private lessons, which is a good too, you know, and uh, it's actually much more efficient mm -hmm. than the group classes, but the group classes have been ran here as well. Um, so speaking of the, you know, exercise component it's always an exercise i mean it depends how you build that lesson specifically if i as a teacher as a professional i do see that i can push this specific for person or encourage this specific person to have a little bit more of exercise i always try to because there's nothing wrong about it it's healthy and with a proper amount and a proper execution of a certain you know training exercises or a certain moves mm -hmm. then that's how you really improve your health in general and uh, that's how you learn how to dance better and mm -hmm. that's what elevates the quality and efficiency okay um let's circle back on the the coordination i know that i know a lot of football players professional football players even are still participating in in ballet kind of classes or dance kind of classes i know my sister and my wife both took dance together when they were really younger um which has helped them in their sports careers and stuff. Um, could you speak a little bit more about the coordination aspect carrying over as, as kids get older? Yes. So speaking of the coordination, dancing is not just moving your legs, obviously, but it, partially it is. It also affects a lot of like uh, balance, I would say, aspects as well, because uh, with different dances, it requires a different little things. Let's say waltz. It allows you to work more on a balance because the music is more slower and you want to go up and down so you're using your ankle bones more in the ball of your feet uh, jive or cha-cha you know the fast samba let's say dancers or quick step they allow you to build up much more stamina so you know it obviously prevents uh, kids or even adults from let's say if they smoke before so it cleans up the lungs it allows them to be much more you know stronger in terms of how how long they can take it and mm -hmm. you know if they they do any kind of sports or they're runners that's the best way to do it plus if you're doing this in diff different dances in different order it's almost like doing a different treadmill uh exercise like let's say if the class is 45 minutes and uh, you do know that you take 15 minutes to actually learn something but 30 minutes of clean dancing piece mm -hmm. you know you still alternate the dance from one to another so uh, that's what allows uh, everybody not to stay you know bored but at the same time it changes the pace of the of their movement so if you go from cha-cha to rumba your heart rate drops down boom right away mm -hmm. so then you go to jive it gets up again so if you, if you compare that's what you do on treadmill if you just go into gym it's just much more fun and enjoyable and to the music itself you okay know? so definitely you get a conditioning piece have you seen in your experience dancing when you were younger um, that you were even had that little bit of edge of coordination compared to kids in your class with the, the in dance my experience? class like in school comparing yes. to what yes of course yes because uh, when you build up when you build up and when you're doing a certain exercises or certain moves in dancing it builds up the strength and proper movement for your whole body so when you use that proper body mechanic it allows you to be much you know react better or let's say when people fall on the ice uh, it allows you to coordinate or regroup the body that way that you wouldn't really hurt yourself as mm -hmm. much just naturally because you already trained that way 
it sort of pumps it up mm -hmm. in a bit. Um, let's, I have a qu another question. So how would you, let's say if someone has a son or daughter who they feel they, you know, they always dance around in their living room and then when they get in public, they're a little bit shy. What's your advice of to that person um, to kind of welcome them into Star Kids? Like, wh what would you recommend in order to get them over the hump to come try one of your classes? Well, currently, you know, we run in a promotion of first lesson for free so they can try it and mm -hmm. uh, it allows parents to see what it is, what exactly that we teach, which after the lesson we sit down and explain them one mm -hmm. more time uh, to just highlight some key points if the parents or the kid have a specific desire let's say you know sometimes mm -hmm. they come with different extra weight or something like that so for the you know the parents it's a goal for them to stay more fit or more healthy or just to keep them away from the streets you know mm -hmm. so it really depends but you in terms of what we do offer like groups and privates you should really do both because in the groups it allows you to socialize with other kids which already helps with the shyness right yep. and uh, exposed uh, you know the ch child to to the social group and uh, then as a result when they perform all together it allows them to to be more confident with it as as a result i just said the private lessons they get the right movement the right technique that again builds up that confidence to be able not to be shy mm -hmm. as much okay you know um what is your what would you say is your favorite part of star kids favorite part in a way um you know do you enjoy teaching the, the three-year-olds do you enjoy you know the seeing someone kind of come from being a shy kid up you know to be oh, yeah, center absolutely. stage by themselves yeah, what's the what's absolutely. the most enjoyable part for you as well, a co-owner i prefer to teach kids who are more like seven eight and up because they are already a little bit more mature so you cannot besides the fact that you can make it more physically active for mm -hmm. them uh they can handle it better than the little kids mm -hmm. their their attention already better you know that you can keep their attention longer uh plus again you just discipline them better uh so i prefer from seven and higher and that's what i do mainly and uh, angelina hmm. other instruction the studio she's my wife she works with the younger kids okay you know now what what's the most rewarding thing for you i know like people ask me that question as a physical therapist for me, it's saying you know goodbye to someone, which is odd, but it's if I don't have to see you anymore, it's because I, I rehab you know your your shoulder or ankle or whatever is better. So, what's the most like gratifying thing for you as as a dance instructor um, when working with kids? Is it is it watching them perform their best? Is it seeing them grow over time? Is it you know watching them develop? What's what's the best thing for you? To be you? honest, all of those things. I mean. What, what the dance teacher would like for, for their students, I mean, to be successful in their own way, I mean, depending what the kid and the, or the parents are willing for, for the child to be, to be happening. I mean, obviously they all will pick their own professions, but I would say to inspire them to be able to promote and develop in general the art and the dance itself into the world, because if you really think about it, again, those TV shows, all the people who are on the TV shows, they're pretty much from over the seas, mm -hmm. from Ukraine, from Russia, I mean, some Balkan countries, but again, mainly, mainly Ukraine and Russia, only for one reason, not just because it's more developed there, but because the quality of those uh, dancers and uh, the training that they came through mm -hmm. uh, and the inspiration that they got through that education made them to end up where they were, mm -hmm. you know? So the same thing for any kind of 
professional, I guess. You know, you don't want to say bye ever. At some point, probably it will happen, right? Yep. But you never want to say that overall, except that just you can, you know, inspire them to be able to become the best as they can be. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else you wanted to to add that I didn't ask you regarding relating to Star Kids? Well, yes. I mean, you you have a physical therapy business, right? Mm-hmm. So. I know it's very successful. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, in general, just in this area, you said that you're saying goodbye to the people who like, already had the injury, so they yep. recovered completely their rehab. It's a hard thing to do, right? Yep. So do you guys encourage them to keep on coming back just you know, to have the right amount of exercise or specific classes for those people who you know, rehabbed already from their injuries? Yeah, so we, I mean. Because it's almost like preventive medicine, you know what I'm yeah. saying? We usually prepare them with some kind of a, a home program, and then they always circle back if they need have any questions, right. stuff like that. Right. Um, right. So it's important that you would have people, the staff that who operates at, inside in your company, not only in professional way in terms of like the exercise that they offer to the customers who we mm-hmm. have, but also just a normal human being, right? And yep. they feel almost like they understand, they know their specific client. Their, their needs, their desire, besides the fact what has to be done in terms of like health, right? Mm-hmm. Exercise, but they do know when to make it a little bit more, make it a little bit less, more, mm-hmm. you know, less powerful, I would say. Okay. Um, I think that's all the question. I know you mentioned you ha- you're having that special promotion with the first lesson free. So yes. I will link that below in, yes. the, in the comments for everyone. Um, I think that's uh, that's all I have for you. So, yeah. uh, Igor, thank you very much for coming on, and um, this was great. So, thank you, Tony. You're thank welcome. you for having me. All right, a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to the Hudson Valley Health and Sports Podcast, brought to you by Empire Performance PT. If your pain is preventing you from staying healthy, active, or playing sports, and you'd like to avoid surgery, pain medication, or just want to get back to doing the things you love in and around the Hudson Valley area, we offer both a free ebook and free over-the-phone consultation to help you figure out the root cause of your pain and the next best steps to resolving it. Find our ebooks online at empireperformancept.com forward slash friends. There you'll find ebooks for topics such as back, knee, and shoulder pain, as well as running and athletic injuries. These quick-to-read reports all provide you with expert tips, tricks, and exercises to help you solve your pain from the comfort of your own home. Just visit empireperformancept.com forward slash friends to download your ebook and have it delivered directly to your inbox. We also offer a free no-obligation phone consultation with a doctor of physical therapy to Hudson Valley residents. Just call us at 845-225-2000 or text the word CONTACT to the same number, 845-225-2000, to schedule a call with us. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Hudson Valley Health and Sports Podcast.